I just want to make a quick video about my uh, 30 plus years of living here in Hollywood and what happens when you I guess get blacklisted from this uh, environment uh, where all these people in the entertainment who work in the entertainment industry uh, live uh, for whatever reason it doesn't really matter what reason if they don't if they choose not to like you or uh, if you're black um, and uh, choose to make you their uh, human sacrifice um, then you're gonna understand what happens to you and what they do to you and this is the stuff that uh, people like Dave Chappelle and Kanye West and um, Cat Williams and a lot of these uh, prominent black celebrities uh, who have had this done to them have uh, spoken out about and have tried to get people to understand um, you know what goes on here and who uh, who it is that you know really is in control here in Hollywood and um, so what happened to me when I was about um, I don't know I think it was about 18 19 uh, I found out that my neighbor, uh, whose name is Lloyd Joseph Moss, of his of uh, 8009 Norton Avenue here in West Hollywood, um, I caught him like looking into my windows, and um, just one day, you know, just just you know, everything was life was going fine, and then one day I like see him like looking like staring and staring at me like through my window, and. Um, after that, I kind of started, like, paying attention to this person, you know, because obviously this was a very strange uh, situation um, that I just encountered, and I never really paid attention to this person or his friends, um, which, um, whose names are Alexander Townsend and his wife, uh, Anna Gregoric, of the same building 8009 Norton Avenue here in West Hollywood uh, but they're in apartment number one and also their friends um, who moved now um, whose name were uh, Rachel uh, Friedman Campanella and her husband uh, Michael um, Andrew Andrew Michael uh, Campanella who would um, later on when all of this started to progress, uh, would pick on my mom and make fun of her and, uh, get into my face and try to make me, you know, physically do something to them. Um, uh, but that's, that's for, you know, the later on in the story. Um, oh, and their friend, uh, whose name is Steve Gold, again, of the same building in apartment, I think, number six. And then my my neighbors who live right across the uh, the way from me in the in my building in 12,000 I mean 1217 North Laurel Avenue, but they're in apartment 20. Uh, Priscilla Hernandez, Michael Victoria, um, her sisters Maggie Hernandez uh, and Viviana Hernandez. So. Um, when all this started to progress, you know, just from the, from me catching this person staring into my windows, and then, uh, it started getting worse, um, uh, this person, Lloyd Moss, he started, uh, going to all the neighbors, 
uh, spreading uh, disgusting rumors about me, which I guess maybe it was a way of defending himself uh, when, you know, if, you know, just in case anybody finds out that he's like a crazy weirdo or something. Um, uh, so he went to my manager and uh, and all my neighbors and he started, and actually all the stuff, all the regular stops I, I would, uh, you know, go to every day, the, my regular routines, my, the places I would go to um, buy stuff. He would follow me everywhere and he would spread uh, rumors about me. He would, um, uh, first and foremost, uh, tell everyone that I was crazy, that I was uh, making everything up and not to listen to anything I say. And um, then after he said this, uh, first, I think it was the first person he said this to was to my manager, uh, my apartment manager. Um, he also told him that I should be careful because um, something bad might happen to me, which it was obviously a threat. And that's also how my uh, apartment manager took it as, and um, which I was very upset when I found out, you know, what this person was doing and you know, spreading rumors about me and threatening to, like, end my life, which is way over the line, um, you know, for any person. <clears throat> then, um, what else started happening? Um, these neighbors, uh, that I, that I named, um, all started working, you know, like, doing the same thing, um, they would like start making fun of me. They would start making fun of my mom. They would pick on my mom every day, literally every day. Uh, like when our windows would be open and my mom would sneeze and she like sneezes in like a very like a certain way. They would start doing that every day. They would start copying her. They would like uh, copy stuff that she says or, or, you know, yells or something just to like, you know, just to pick on an elderly person and make fun of them and like, you know, do something horrible to someone, which at the time I wanted to like, you know, physically assault them or whatever, you know, that's the first reaction, but obviously, um, I never did that. My record is completely clean and it always has been. Um, so then they had, um, someone close, um, after, after uh, you know, a good while of doing this stuff to me um, and to my mom, they had someone close to me start trying to frame me and uh, get me thrown into jail, have me thrown into prison. And this person, um, you know, get would get in my face. They would get, um, They would get physical, they would get uh, violent, they would do anything they possibly can do to try to provoke me, to ha just, you know, to have me, you know, strike them or, or do anything back, which uh, when they would do this stuff to me, they would be holding a cell phone like every time, and um, they would try to get me like angry enough to do something and try to catch me on video. Um, to have something to, you know, show the police and have me arrested and thrown in jail. Uh, so this was going on for months, literally for months, maybe like over a half a year. And the West Hollywood Sheriff's Station, uh, the, the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department, 
uh, would come to my residence over and over and over and, you know, they would say themselves, like, um, you know, I, if I were you, I would move because obviously this person is trying to frame you, trying to get you thrown into prison on false charges. And, you know, I would even tell them, can you arrest this person, please? Because look, it's obvious what's going on. And they themselves knew and they would just say, you know, they haven't lit like technically done anything even you know even though they're trying to frame you and throw you into prison they haven't you know technically they haven't done anything um you know it's obvious you know we understand that they're trying to like provoke you they're you know doing all this stuff to try to you know later on have you on tape um uh, to have something to show the police and, you know, to show us and, you know, have us arrest you. But we can't technically arrest this person or, you know, physically remove them because, um, you know, technically they haven't done anything, you know. Which, at the time, I was just astounded that this is the legal system and how easy it is to, like, get around it and to do, you know, horrible stuff to people. Um... So yeah, this person just kept trying to, um, every day, well not every day, but every few days, every, at least once a week, would do something crazy and like, you know, try to catch me on tape, like my reaction. And the whole point uh, to all of this was to try to get me, um, you know, provoke me to do something and have me thrown in jail. And the police knew they were at my residence more times than I can probably count. And, um, so this was going on for months, okay? And I was the stupid one that I didn't, um, you know, set up security cameras in my home, um, knowing, you know, full well that this person was doing this to me. And besides this, these neighbors, um, which were in the adjacent building and also in, in my same building in apartment number 20 would do this stuff. They would get in my face. They would like make fun of me. They would like you know, talk smack to me, and then, um, they would be holding their, their phones to try to, like, um, catch my reaction on video, because they thought I would do something violent, or, or, you know, incriminate myself, and have, you know, have something to throw me into prison for, which, um, if you, if you live here in Hollywood, you will soon, um, you know, understand what really goes on here and what's been going on to people like Johnny Depp and, um, not saying that he's innocent, um, not, not saying that Harvey Weinstein is innocent, uh, but the same way of everyone ganging, ganging, uh, up on you and uh, going to the police and reporting you at the same time was done in exactly the same way. Okay. I'm not saying that these people who are in the news, these very famous people who had all these women, all these uh, people come out again against them all at the same time are innocent at all. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that the way it's done is exactly the same way all the time. It's always the same way. It'll be uh, at least a few people that all go to the police at the same time with their own versions of the same story. And it's not just, um, you know, a coincidence, it's not, it's not that you were actually doing this to these people, it's because they 
all decide uh, who to victimize, who to throw in prison, and who to do these horrendous things to, uh, as they've done to me. Uh, Who else? Ron Jeremy had um, the same thing happen to him, where a bunch of women came out at the same time. And it's never like one here and one there and one a few years ago and then... No, it's all at the same time because that's the way they do it. That's the way they try to um, get you not only thrown in prison, but, you know, give you a good uh, good uh, time, good amount of time there, most, most likely for the rest of your life. Um, so they would do this to me for a very long time. And uh, obviously it wasn't working because, um, you know, I'm, you know, I've grown up with very infuriating people and my patience have been has been stretched very far I mean for very long I'm not sure how to say it um and so then this person that was trying to really you know that I was living with and really trying to like put some effort into it uh started uh to scratch themselves and uh you know bruise themselves and then they would call the police, you know, without any evidence, no, without any, you know, obvious video, physical evidence. I mean, real, actual evidence that I did anything because I didn't. Um, they would, they went to this, uh, to this next step to scratch themselves, to do this stuff to themselves, and then call the police because they obviously weren't getting anything on uh, their. Um, their um their phone video phone that they were trying to you know get to have enough to um you know to have something to get me uh, thrown into prison with so the first time they did this um where they scratched themselves up it was in the beginning of 2010 and uh what they did was they scratched themselves and they they called the police and you know, they, they said, oh, he's beating me, he's doing this, he's doing that, uh, and, you know, crying and everything, like, like fake, uh, fake crying and, um, you know, the same thing, the same, same thing a lot of these, uh, like Johnny Depp, um, like Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp, um, doing that same thing to me, and, um, they had me, they finally had me arrested, was I think in uh, February of 2010 okay they had they got they got me arrested with this um you know this uh uh these scratches that they put on themselves which um this person who's not very intelligent who's not very bright um obviously me being framed didn't scratch themselves in a believable, in a, in like an actual manner, like where if somebody grabs you, you'll have the scratch on your arms. But what they did was they scratched, they like took their, um, fingernails and they scratched themselves from their shoulders all the way down to their hands, you know, because they're not very smart. And, you know, just in the desperation of any kind of evidence, you know, being, being, um, used to get me thrown in prison they did that and even that they did wrong you know because they're not very smart um so the police uh arrested me they threw me in the west hollywood sheriff's station 
and um, it, it was about two days later that the, they let me out uh, with no bail, without anything, without going to trial, without anything. It was thrown out, uh, obviously because of how fake it was and how the person was, um, you know, this this uh, way of being scratched is not where somebody grabs you or is physically accosting you, okay? Unless you're being assaulted by a cat, which scratches you uh, vertically from your, from both of your um, shoulders down to your uh, hands, okay? So this was the first time they actually had me thrown in jail and everything was thrown out again after the West Hollywood Sheriff's uh, being at my apartment numerous times, more times than I can possibly count for months on end with me calling them and telling them this person is doing this, you know, they're standing here uh, with their cell phone ready to videotape uh, whatever my reaction is going to be when they uh, do some something crazy to me and it's obvious it's like like when you're trying desperately to frame someone and have them thrown in prison that's why I'm saying I'm not you know believing Harvey Weinstein is innocent I'm not believing that Ron Jeremy is innocent I'm not believing that anyone is innocent like Johnny Depp I'm, I'm not saying but at the same time I'm trying to explain to you guys what goes on here in Hollywood Okay, and how this exact same thing that was done to me was most likely done to these men. Um, so a month passes after this person has me thrown in jail on these false charges. Uh, and then the same thing. Every, every week, every few days, they do something like this. And they're holding their video camera. Um, to, to try to, you know, have me, um, have, desperately have anything on me that they can show the police and have me thrown in prison, okay? Which later on I found out this was being done to me because I'm African. But that's for later on in the story, okay? Um, so one month passes and it's March 5th. 2010 now okay a month has passed uh, I come home uh, I go straight to my uh, computer room at the end of the the complete opposite end of the apartment okay I close the door not to see this person or have any kind of uh, affiliation with this person or any kind of contact with this person uh, I close the door um, and I get on the computer and I'm, you know, put my headphones on and just, you know, start, you know, surfing the web or something. Then I, I see this person is behind me. And I didn't realize what they were doing behind me is they were opening up a packet of uh, pepper spray. And because I'm trying to, like, as hard as I can not to, like even acknowledge like this person like this person's presence because if I maybe look at them a certain way or, or do something a certain way they can take it as an offensive as an offense and then uh, start the whole 
process over, you know, because I, you know, I, I didn't try to understand this person's mentality. Like it was just obvious that this person was doing this stuff to me, which not only the police knew, but also my parents knew. And they went to the extreme lengths of uh, putting locks on our all of our doors inside of the apartment, uh, so that whenever I would be in a room, I would lock the door so this person wouldn't come in and do this stuff. But I I, I didn't find that necessary, you know, before this situation, um, because I didn't think this person was was this desperate to, you know, frame me and have me thrown into prison. Um, so she, well, okay, I guess I blew it. This, this person is, uh, she, she's behind me opening up, opening up a packet of pepper spray. And I'm just minding my own business, looking at the computer screen. And then I see her hand come up in front of my face. And mind you, I'm, my, I'm looking at the computer screen. I'm, she's behind me. And all I see is this hand with the pepper spray come up behind me and start and it, she starts pepper spraying me and I can't you know first I can't believe that it's gone to this length that this is what she's doing to try to get me to physically assault her um, and the next thing obviously I know this person is trying to you know what she's trying to do she um I'm sorry. Um, she starts pepper, pepper spraying me. And obviously I'm not going to hit her. Because that's what she's trying to get me to do. Uh, so I, I got her. I grabbed her by her forearms. Right where the pepper spray is. Uh, so now the pepper spray. Both, both of her hands are in my hands. Both of her forearms. Like her wrists. Are in my hands. And the pepper spray is right in my face being and it's I'm being completely drenched in pepper spray all on my face all my my head everything head to toe it was completely emptied on me in my face okay I understand that she's about to frame she's about to scratch herself up bruise herself I don't even know if she's gonna like possibly stab herself and try to um uh claim that I try to stab her or something like this Okay, so I grab her by her forearms with her completely emptying, emptying out the com entire can of pepper spray out on my face and I pull her out of my back door, which was right there, right there by the computer. And I start calling my neighbor, which was always right there smoking like a little, a little bit of ways. And I'm yelling for my neighbor and luckily my neighbor was right there and she hears me. And she runs up and I told her, I explained to her, she's trying to purposely frame me. Please call the police because I need to have them see what she's doing. You know, I have to have them understand what she's doing right now uh, because she's about to call the police and say that I attacked her and that I, I'm trying to physically assault her, kill her. I don't know what she's about to say to the West Hollywood Sheriff's. Uh, to try to get me thrown into prison, okay? Uh, so the police were called. 
um, I explained to the operator what just happened that this person purposely started pepper spraying me just now and she's been doing this for months and I've been telling you guys this for months on end okay and I need this person to be arrested because she she's she's just emptied an entire can of pepper spray in my face all over me I need to have this person arrested and you know gotten the heck away from me so of course uh, I have to hold her uh, by, by her wrists by her forearms until the sheriffs get there so that she doesn't get up and go and run into the uh, into the apartment and start beating herself up scratching herself stabbing herself and saying that it was me okay this is what was done to me okay but it, don't worry it gets a lot worse than this a lot worse uh, the West Hollywood sh- uh, sheriffs show up uh, they arrest me the whole time I'm telling them I'm explaining to them I was the one that called you because she just attacked me with this pepper spray and she's trying to frame me again and you guys have been here numerous times and have told me numerous times to, to try to move away because we understand what she's doing okay so they got me they slammed me up against the wall, put me in handcuffs, asked me what was going on. I explained to them, I was the one that called you. This person has been trying to frame me for months, months on end, okay? And now it's gone to this to this extreme. So what they did next was they put me into the uh, sheriff's station, um, uh, the sheriff's... Uh, sheriff's car I'm cruiser I'm sorry the sheriff's uh, police cruiser which they already had the furnace uh, the heater in there blasting for about I don't know I'm sure since they arrived at my residence to the hottest setting the absolute hottest setting and they locked all the door they closed all the windows to make sure it's as hot as it possibly can be in there and um, I guess it was like that for, I don't know, a good 15 minutes, 20 minutes while they were, you know, I was explaining to them what this person has been doing to me, what she's already done to me, how you've been at my residence more times than I'm sure you guys yourselves can count. And that's why I called you because she's doing this again and look to what, what degree it's gotten. Um, so they um, put me in the cruiser. And because I'm covered head to toe in pepper spray, even a regular uh, breeze, which, you know, you're standing outside, it feels like you're on fire. So they, they put me in, in uh, handcuffs into the cruiser. They locked all, all the doors and windows with the furnace blasting as hot as it possibly can be. And they leave me in there for, it had to have been over an hour. Um, which, uh, before, even before I got in there, even before they put me in there, and they opened the door and the heat hit me in the face, I, I told them, it's way, you know, it's, officer, please, it's way too hot for me to be in there. 
police. And he said, you know, they didn't ask me anything. They didn't say anything. They just put me in there and they locked the door. And um, I was I was beyond convinced I'm about to die in here because it was so unbearably hot. It was so uh, horrendous that I I can't explain to you. No no amount of explaining will do it justice and will make you understand how it really was being covered head to toe in pepper spray uh, which it gets worse again it gets much worse than this um, and it's being that unbearably hot in there already but having the pepper spray magnifying it so much worse um, immediately um, my airway started to swell that's what happens when you inhale pepper spray your airway strike um, and, uh, swelling up you can't breathe you literally can't breathe uh, the sweat um, which you know you start um, you start sweating because of the how hot it was in the you know I started sweating because of how hot it was in the car the sweat mixed with the pepper spray got into my eyes and no matter how hard I try to open my eyes, I couldn't open them at all. And I, would li I, I was literally trying with all of my strength to open my eyes because having my eyes closed and it being pitch black because my eyes were closed and because it was at night and because I was in a uh, closed, closed off, um, I was in a police cruiser in a West Hollywood Sheriff's uh, cruiser with the doors and windows closed and locked. Um, it just, it, it's, I, again, there's no doing it justice, okay? I couldn't breathe. I was screaming that I can't breathe because I was, con I was convinced I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die in here. Uh, I couldn't breathe. Uh, my airways were constricting. I couldn't open my eyes. Um, I, I remember at one point I was trying to uh, open, uh, break the glass, the window with my head. I was screaming for the officer, which, uh, who was standing ne right next to the window the whole time also, okay? Um, I guess just in, just in case I passed out or, or died in there, you know, because they knew full well what they were doing to me. Um... After about an hour of this, or I think maybe 45 minutes, all my strength left me. And I was just uh, completely exhausted. I couldn't scream. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do anything except just, uh, I, was, I was, you know, praying to Jesus. I was just praying to Jesus that he would, um, you know, he would, he would get me out of this. Just please, you know, like, Jesus, please help me. Um, after, after like it was over an hour, they finally opened the door and because it was obviously too hot for the police officers to be sitting in that cruiser, they aired it out and then they finally sat down in there and took me to the sheriff's station and booked me on multiple felony counts. It was two different felony counts, assault with a deadly weapon, uh, and criminal uh, felony criminal threats um, which she said I was the one that pepper sprayed her and also 
not only that, that I threatened to kill her. Which again, this is what the, uh, the felony criminal threats is what they charged me with a month prior. I think it was. Uh, when they when they released me from uh, the West Hollywood Sheriff Station, um, either way, I'm just gonna talk about this the second time. Okay, so they booked me on multiple felony counts. Uh, bail was like thirty, forty, fifty thousand. I forgot how much it was. Okay, that same night, um, the after being booked the detective came in and he asked me everything I told him everything to the point without any lawyer present anything I told him exactly what happened this person has been doing this to me for a very long time and they let me out of the uh, sheriff's station on multiple felony counts which they were um, I think later on uh, well I'm gonna tell you the rest in in uh in the next video uh which it gets so much worse so much crazier than just what i've explained to you um but i'll just finish you know with this that the next day after they uh let me out of the um west hollywood sheriff station with no no bail without anything anything at all because of how blatantly obvious it was that I was being framed. Um, that same day I found out I had horrendous uh, post-traumatic stress disorder because of what they did to me. Um, I spent many years not being able to even go outside to check the mail because of uh, how paralyzed with fear I was. Um, to even, uh, so to even, um, you know, have anything to do with, a with another person. Um, because of this, uh, years on end of, uh, not, not, uh, being able to go outside and, uh, eating as, um, as some kind of a support, some kind of, um, release. I gained over 200 pounds. I became almost 400 pounds. And um, the the only reason you know I'm I'm still alive right now is because, of course, because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and this is only the the first video, and it gets much more horrible than this. And. Um, Please stay tuned because you're really not going to regret watching my next videos where this story continues and to what degree it goes to and how all these um, people in, in Hollywood, um, like which my neighbors were, were a part of this, this secret society that I've been, that I'm going to explain to you that many rappers like Kanye West and everyone have, have outed. Um, what they actually do to black people here. Um, like Dave Chappelle would, you know, come out and speak out about um, all those years ago. Like Cat uh, Williams would uh, come out against. Um, like Wendy Williams uh, and Monique and all of these uh, black uh, celebrities who have later on had their 
careers destroyed and their reputations. And that's even if they were left alive. Um, after come out, coming out about this uh, society in Hollywood. So uh, please stay tuned to my next video. It gets much more hor horrendous than what I just explained to you. And you won't regret it at all. Thank you.